Yes, welcome in and one and all. This is the full 10 yards betting podcast. Still no sign of Jack. I don't know where he is. We'll just we'll keep the train rolling. Um, welcome in, fellas, as, as usual. The other two in the huddle. Adam, um, good evening to you, sir. Hi, mate. Yeah, um, all good, really. Yeah, just I uh, know you didn't ask me, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, yeah, it's been a busy week at work. But uh, looking forward to obviously the Sunday games. Uh, luckily, didn't have anything on last night. I had uh, the teaser. I've got a, a teaser with the Panthers and the Bills. Uh, there is a ton of teaser legs this week, um, so that was the one I chose. So, and obviously, that came home easy enough. Could have gone the other way, but um, yeah, nice. Uh, nice start to the weekend. All you tease. And talking of teasers, I, I rumor has it Jack's a very is, is a teaser with all the ladies. Jack, welcome in. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm good, yeah. I am. Um, I had the Carolina defense and special teams get touched down last night. Thirteen to two, thought it was good value, but no, no avail, obviously. But yeah, um, thought it was a good enough game to be honest. I was expecting it to be a lot worse, and it was watchable. So yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was it was quite a, good, a very watchable game, which was surprising when you look at the score. I actually thought Houston did a right on defense. I think if they had a more competent quarterback and a bit more, uh, what's the word, adventurous play calling or offense, um, I thought it would have been a bit closer. To be honest, I wasn't. I didn't come away thinking that Carolina are uh, going to be the NFC Championship title contenders at three and zero, but they'll get smashed by the Cowboys next week. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, a quick recap on Thursday night football. I should say uh, Carolina covered a handicap. Of eight or nine, depending on what, wherever you got it, and uh, the over under was the under under 43 and a half touchdown scorers. Sam Darnold got two, anyone on uh, two or more for Sam Darnold was uh, was heavily rewarded. Uh, Anthony Miller in his first game from return from injury as, as a Texan, and Tommy Tremble, of course, with the, the tight end with the six yard rush, uh, rushing touchdown, as we all had on our yeah, betting uh, slips. Well, of course, of course. Um, the bookies were trembling, trembling in, tre- trembling in their boots. Uh, talking of uh, bets last week, uh, I was two or four. Adam three or four. Jack two or four. So uh, plenty of improvement uh, to be had. So we get right into it, guys. Uh, week three on the horizon. Oh god, it's, well, week three already it goes so fast, isn't it? Um, let's start off as we always do with the handicaps. Adam, what's your your best uh, handicap for the week three? Uh, I'm going to probably the biggest game. Well, I was going to say the biggest game of the weekend, but there's some really nice matchups this week. Uh, Chargers versus Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs haven't covered the spread in 10 games now. Uh, they didn't do it in the last eight of last season, and they haven't covered it in the first two this year. Obviously, um, sc- scraping the win against the Browns and losing to the Ravens last week. Uh, they should have beaten the Ravens, obviously, if Clyde didn't fumble, but they still wouldn't have covered the spread. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of a habit of what they've been doing. They, they get in position to win. They don't put their foot on it and just kind of cruise out. Uh, if they're behind, then they know they're going to get the points back. So, yeah, I, I've I've nudged it up to plus seven for the Chargers, which was four to five at the time. Uh, it's now 10 to 13 on the alternate spread, just to give me the touchdown. Um, obviously, Tim is a big advocate of taking a seven over six and a half. Um, last week, the Chiefs, obviously, as I say, should have won. They, they were fine, they're, but their defense is letting up a lot of points. Uh, especially against the run. It could be a decent game for Austin Eckler. It, it's tough to say that it's anything to do with Chiefs when they face Nick Chubb and obviously Lamar Jackson last week. So, of course, they're going to be giving up yards on the run. But uh, Justin Herbert was really good last week, I thought, uh, against uh, the Cowboys. I thought they were screwed over by the ref, um, although I was on the over in that game. So, And, frankly, a little drunk by then. So I did think that... <laughs> Some of the uh, ruled out touchdowns maybe shouldn't have been ruled out. 
but yeah, for me, um, I'm gonna, quite happy to take the Chargers plus seven. Hmm. Yeah, so it's funny that you know, I'd say we were all on the overs last week on that in that Dallas uh, hmm. Chargers game. It's almost as if they knew it, but yeah, so many like red zone interceptions and yeah, it's just yeah, that, there was one one, one punt all game. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. Like I say, you you definitely we were definitely on the right side there, but uh, yeah, not not to be. Okay, yeah, uh, Jack, give us your your best handicap for week three. I'm going with the 49ers minus three. It's a uh, four to five, three and a half. I think it's five to six, but going from threes, it's definitely worth it. Like, cause it could easily be a field goal in it. And the reason I'm going for it is because I think the 49ers kind of have the the Packers uh, number. I know last year I think the 49ers could have lost them last year, but I think they're they're missing half a team. Um, Bakhtiari's out for the Packers, and I expect Nick Bosa to field it. Rogers as well. When the chips are down, he seems to just give up. Like um, he's got blown out a good few times in the last nearly two years. Um, they bet the Lions last weekend. Wasn't really convinced of them at all. Uh, Lions are terrible. I know um, the Lions actually came back against the 49ers in Week One, but it was never really a contest. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to take minus three. Fair enough. Yeah, like I say, yeah, yeah. The last couple of games between the 49ers and Packers, like you say, 49ers have just over overpowered them at the, in the trenches. And uh, I, don't, I don't think it's going to take much this year for for Aaron Rodgers just to kind of give up. I thought I thought the Lions, yeah, apart from maybe a, a kind of miscue, uh, a couple of miscues last week against the Packers, I thought the Lions actually played quite well. And the, back, the Packers, I don't think are as, maybe as good as previous years. But again, we, I've, I've said that in previous years and proved wrong. But I don't, it just just feels to me like it doesn't take much for for Aaron Rodgers to not give a crap anymore this this year. So I think if the chips are down early again, it's going to be like when they lost to like the Buccaneers or when they lost to like say previous years to to Fortnite. Yeah, not bad, not a mm. bad shot. Uh, I'm going to go with Arizona minus seven. Uh, Shocked to see it's a seven. Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm just going to continue to bet against the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're absolute dog shit. Um, to, to be quite honest, I mean, I know. I, 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 listening back uh, to last week's, so I, I thought that Denver obviously were in uh, at home against Jacksonville last last week, but obviously it was in Jacksonville. But it doesn't really matter because Jacksonville are crap. Um, so yeah, Arizona uh, have a def- decent offense. I think the um, defense is good enough to get pressure on on Lawrence. And Lawrence has shown he's, he's kind of underwhelmed, doesn't he, since he's in his uh, start. Uh, in the NFL, so Arizona minus seven. Uh, I'm just surprised it wasn't like nine or ten uh, there. Even if Arizona are away, traveling from well, well, not really West Coast, is it? But um, yeah, I, I just thought Arizona yeah. minus seven should be a bit more than that. And until until Jacksonville put put some points on the board and start showing me some bits on offense and start making close games, I'm just going to keep backing against them by you know they didn't by a touchdown. I'm, I'm more than happy to take those. Um, yeah. So there we go. Yeah, right. uh, I think it was Josh Norris made a really good comparison of Trevor Lawrence and um, his don't give a crap ability with uh, Philip Rivers is just kind of yeah, just love it. It doesn't matter if it gets intercepted, just just throw it, and that seems to be what he's doing so far. So, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I mean, that's that's another one that's a perfect teaser. Like, is uh, just mm. just bring down the Cardinals yeah. to one if you really want. If you really, really want Spice Girl style. All right, let's move over to total points. Uh, Jack, we'll start with you. What's your, what's your favourite over-under for week three? If, uh, my favourite is the Colts against the Titans uh, under 48.5 points. I just found out in the last like half an hour that Carson Wentz could be playing, which would obviously I'd expect more points with than free, that. With his three dodgy angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, like 48.5, I expect both teams to run the ball. Um, obviously, the Titans with Derrick Henry, but... Um, if Wentz is, is injured, then even if he is playing, I'd expect him to hand the ball off most most of the game. Um, 
obviously the clock keep ticking then and 48 and a half I definitely believe an under there I could see it maybe being like a 2017 game or something like that but if Wentz isn't playing I'd be hammering the under but if he is I'd still take it but not as confident that's fair enough. Yeah, they those those games seem seem to be quite funny. Um, obviously, a divisional game, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that as a leave game for me personally. Adam, uh, what what are you going for? Um, I've been screwed on the unders over the last couple of weeks. I've had the Bengals and uh, Vikings in week one, and had another loser last week. So I'm going for the overs, and I'm taking a stupidly high total there. Seahawks versus Vikings. Uh, the Vikings could be two and zero. They're not. They lost to the Bengals and uh, missed the game-winning field goal last week. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been really good. He's actually up there with Russell Wilson in a couple of stats. They neither have thrown interceptions so far, and I think they're both on nine TDs each. Um, he does get slagged off a lot, and but he do, he does a job. Uh, Justin Jefferson scored all of his touchdowns at home last year, which was um, a little bit of a weird quirk on his season. Uh, the Seahawks haven't been able to stop anyone. The Vikings haven't been able to stop anyone. Uh, the the Seahawks have been ruthless on offense. They really haven't had the ball much, but they keep throwing touchdowns. And Tyler Lockett has been blowing the doors off everyone so far. He's just open downfield all the time. And Russ Wilson just throws rainbows. It's obviously brilliant. Um, one worry would be Darwin Cook being questionable. Uh, I Zimmer said he will go if he says he can go. I don't know whether that means that's a good thing or not, but that's what's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I, and also there's a good trend on the overs in week three um, because the first two weeks are generally quite low scoring. They they reduce the totals and then you can normally get some decent one on the overs, uh, especially against games involving own two teams. I can't remember the exact numbers, but I heard it on a separate podcast uh, recently and I've, it just kind of just a, a little bit of a tick to the end of that little handicap. Mm. Yeah, I, I did look at that line of fifty-five, and look, it's, it's one of those that what you want to take the over. And I just like, oh, I don't know, like you say, the Davin Cook news, like Alexander Matson is easy right in, in relief. But uh, yeah, I'd mm. like to see. Uh, if any, if anything, I would probably prefer Davin Cook to be ruled out rather than being fifty percent and yeah. mucking about behind the line of scrimmage and stalling drives or, or whatnot. But uh, yeah, that remains to be seen. Obviously, uh, was trying to look at some uh, Alexander Matson anytime scorers, but obviously the bookies. It's really annoying now that, that I you remember a couple of years ago you could get all over this. Or, or, yeah, this kind of stuff, but now yeah. Yeah, they actually have traders that can trade NFL, which is uh, not great for the punter, is it? Unfortunately, but there we go. Uh, okay, I am going to go over 54 and a half in the KC Kansas City LA Chargers game. Uh, again, like you mentioned earlier, I think it's going to be a high scorer. I think the Chargers are going to keep with, with Kansas City. I was actually really surprised by that stat in the last 10 they've not covered the uh, the spread, but yeah, I, I think Justin Herbert's shown enough to, to show he, he's not. How he's not in the sophomore slump, and he, you know, his connection with Keenan Allen and and Mike Williams has been really good this year. Um, I, I, again, I, I could just see them scoring a lot of points. Um, I just quite like the over. I thought it'd be a bit higher than that. I know. I, I don't know what it is with with bookies, but they don't tend to like to really go over fifty five. Fifty five or fifty six no. seems to be the absolute maximum, doesn't it? So uh, I can certainly see both teams scoring thirty points here quite easily. So uh, give me over fifty four and a half. Uh, I think so, I. Sorry, go on, Jack. You go. Um, I, sorry, I seen um, <laughs> on Twitter. I don't know what page put it up, but it was a uh, both teams score a touchdown in each half. I think it's five to six in that game. I thought that was a really really good price as well. Um, that's, really that's crazy. That'll probably be from beat the line underscore. That's the one. Um, yeah, that I've been I've been touting them a bit with that with that bet. I've been trying to keep it quiet, but 
suggesting people go and listen to him because uh, it's one of those that I don't want too many people to know about because it will kill it. Yeah. But it's it's a really it's a really good market and it doesn't seem to be changing too much. I mean, for any total over fifty, it's it's a decent bet that one. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what I was going to say was that there's only I think there's a, two games per year or something like that. There's a total over fifty five, fifty six. Um, yeah, historically, and it is they they have lower levels of forty. You get the odd one where there's massive injuries, and higher levels of fifty five, fifty six. And I, I guess that's just just the way it is. I, I suppose the totals eventually will go up because all games have come in higher scoring and overall. But it's uh, yes, yeah, an interesting one. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, yeah, uh, Casey and LA Chargers over fifty four and a half for me. Okay, touchdown scorers and chaps. Uh, Adam, stop you. Like um, yeah, I I think you've got me down as Latavius Murray for the Ravens. Um, I I think I just put Murray on the spreadsheet, so that might have been a bit confusing. Um, Kyle is <laughs> at, at eleven to ten. Uh, Latavius Murray's at seven to four. He's scored in both the games that he's played for the Ravens so far. He seems to be the red zone runner, um, and they're playing a Lions defense, which is absolutely terrible at stopping the run this week. Uh, so I I I just thought seven to four was a fairly high price in a game that. I think the Ravens could score 40-odd. They, they tend to stomp on poor teams, and the Lions are a poor team. Um, in fairness, as, as you kind of alluded to earlier, the Lions did all right in the first half last week, and then the rain came, and it all, all went to crap for, for Goff. But um, that, that's, that's Lions. I don't think they want to win this year, frankly. So um, there's no no benefit to them. So, yeah, 7-4 for Latavius Murray. Um, I've noted down a couple more now. I've got Cord- Cordaro Patterson. 16 to 5. I thought that was fairly decent odds against, again, a poor defense. He got a lot of the ball last week. The Falcons seem to have realized that Mike Davis isn't great. Um, there's reports today, it flashed up on Sleeper saying a 60 40 share Davis to Patterson, and I'll be happy for that. And then Russell Gage has been ruled out as well, so could mean more for Patterson there. 16 to 5 for him. Um, and I, I did put a couple more in a bit earlier, but I can't remember off the top of my head, so I'll, uh, I'll leave it there <laughs> for now. That is fine. Uh, I'll go next because you mentioned the Baltimore game, and I, you know, similar reasons. I went for Tyson Williams at seven to five, and Lamar Jackson at even money. I couldn't believe either as well. Um, again, they, they could uh, they could score. He's, he's been poorly there. though. He had a poorly Ooh, tummy. Jackson. He had a poorly oh, okay. tummy. That's fine. He can he can eat lion. Um, <laughs> he, <will. laughs> he can eat. He will. <laughs> can on the lion. Um, yeah, and then the other one, a bigger price. Uh, Naheem Hines, I thought was. I, I, I can't. I don't know if I'm, I saw it correctly or I must have missed, missed really. But I thought Taylor was limited or something, or missed practice today or, or was limited in practice. But I thought Naheem Hines um, was an interesting price. I think uh, have I got a price down here. I think it was nine to four, but there was only one. There was only one site up, so he might be able to get a bit bigger. But he scored five touchdowns in the last three games against um, Tennessee and oh, two. He's he scored in two out of the three games, and he's yeah, he scored obviously multiple times. Uh, I remember one being a crazy Thursday night game and and whatnot. But uh, Naheem Hines, I say, if Jonathan Taylor is any, is, if there's any news of of Taylor being limited, uh, snap that up quite quickly because uh, yeah, that'd be uh, also especially if Wentz doesn't play because Eason might be doing some dump offs to people like Hines. So um, yeah, like that price as well. But yeah, nine to four at the moment. But yeah, go check around. So you might be able to get five to two, eleven to four, maybe even three to one in some places. But I thought uh, I thought nine to four was okay. Jack, give us your uh, anytime touchdown score best bet for the week three. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins I've gone for um, top three wide receiver in the league uh, playing against a really really poor Jags team um, Connor Murray as well is probably front runner for MVP so far um, 
The only reason I would be thinking about not doing this bet is that the Cardinals be winning by so much with a quarter to go that they might just run the ball. But 10 to 11, I think he's got three touchdowns in his first two games. So 10 to 11, I think is pretty, pretty, pretty fair price. Um, I'd probably be doubling it up with maybe someone like Stefan Diggs or someone, but I don't think they have that priced up in Paddy Power yet. So I'll wait and see what they do there. Uh, there was, um, I'm sure, so news on Nuke popped up earlier about him being limited. Um, I've seen that actually, yeah. Yeah, so that, that that's the only thing that put me off. Out. Again, like the Cardinals should be stuffing him, so there's a decent chance if he if he's a go. Like I looked at that game and well, there's about five touchdown scores for the Cardinals, all under two to one. They were all really short, but obviously Hopkins is the most likely one. I mean, he's the he's the one of the best guys in the league. Uh, I did. <laughs> what price, James Connor? <laughs> Um, yeah, when we go near him, I'll, uh, I'll leave that one on you. Um, Justin Jefferson is five to four, by the way, um, to score against um, the Seahawks in that game. Obviously, as I say, he scored all the, all eight of his touchdowns at home last year. Yeah, like that. Yeah, not bad at all. Double not bad the... at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, what three and a half to one, something like that. Yep. Lovely stuff. Uh, okay, let's round it off then, guys, with prop bets. Uh, Jack, start with you. Um, I've gone with Tyler Lockett over 73.5 receiving yards. Um, he's probably been the best wide receiver in the NFL so far this season. Um, I think it's a Paddy Power at 5'6. Um, he had 178 yards and he had 100 yards in the first two games. And I expect a really high scoring game between the Vikings and Seahawks. So, yeah, 73.5 yards, definitely be taking that. Lovely stuff. Yep. I'd say keep backing it until it goes under, I suppose. Uh, Adam? You've got a couple, so I'll let you choose which one. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The the I I don't know which one to go for my for my number one here. To be honest, um, I am probably going to pivot now to Melvin Gordon over twelve and a half receiving yards. I'll be honest, I don't know if that's still the price. Um, but he's playing against the Jets, who have given up um way way over that in their first two games to running backs. Admittedly, it was Christian McCaffrey and James White, so that kind of skews the numbers a bit. Uh, but the Broncos are going to be winning this game. The Javante Williams is getting more of the rushing touches now. He got more carries last week, whereas Mel Gordon has gone over this line in both of the first two weeks. It's up to 13 and a half, so not, uh, not a huge change. Um, but yeah, five to six for him on uh, William Hill because they, they they continue to be the first one up with props, so that's where I'm chucking all my money, frankly. Um, I do have... Yeah, he's still there. Uh, Adam Troutman, over 13 and a half receiving yards. He was 25 and a half last week. Uh, obviously, the Saints were, they put up one of the perf- worst performances of any team in recent history, frankly, with 128 yards. Um, I'm hoping they bounce back this week a little. And Troutman, I think, got five targets in week one. He went over 13 and a half yards. That, that could be one catch. Admittedly, the Patriots defense is pretty good. Um, you want me to carry on? I've got another few. <laughs> Yeah, good, you could. The floor is yours, mate. The floor is yours. Yeah, uh, Justin Jefferson. He's. I think he's the same line as Tyler Lockett. I think he was 73 and a half um, against the Seahawks. I do actually have some proper numbers on this one. Last year at home, he had 100, He had 26 on his debut. He had 175, 166, 64, 86, 70, 121, 104 uh, in home games. So there was obviously a couple of games he was under that line. And then he's had 65 and 71 and two road games I've had this year. Um, so I figured that was a fairly decent line for him. And then it might be a homer pick, but it's also the it's fact that it wasn't. it's also a fact that their <laughs> office is absolutely, their offense is absolutely dismal at the moment. Najee Harris under 65 and a half 
rushing yards. Annoyingly, that's actually bumped up to 67 and a half now. Um, but I, I just don't... That their offense is terrible. Yeah, and the Bengals have held Delvin Cook to 60 and they held um, uh, David Montgomery to 60 yard last week. I don't think Najee Harris is going to get that much. Admittedly, it's only one or two big ones. But like I say, their, their offense is absolutely terrible at the moment. And I think that's going to be a low scoring game uh, at Pittsburgh. I'm sure you get your violin out for them. Um, yep. <laughs> a couple from me again. I've kind of I'm feasting back on the on the Baltimore uh, Baltimore Detroit Lions game. Uh, Tyson Williams over fifty six point five rush yards. First two games sixty five and seventy seven yards. Uh, Lamar Jackson over eleven and a half rush attempts. Uh, first two games has been twelve and sixteen. Uh, again, the only thing stopping you is if it does tend to be a blowout, mm. if it will go to like a blowout, so that it, it can be a bit more conservative and you get a bit more, you know, Devonta Freeman, like say Latavius Murray. I couldn't find any props for Latavius Murray and uh, Devonta Freeman, but if, um, if it, Devonta Freeman's criminally low, he, he might get some fourth quarter uh, garbage time stuff as well, so I'll, I'll keep my eyes peeled for that. But um, yeah, so Quintez Cephas, uh, Tyrell Williams, obviously he's on IR now, over three and a half receptions. He's had seven targets, four catches last week. Uh, and he seems to be kind of the go the go to guy on third downs or in the end zone, so he'll be getting quite a lot of targets. Uh, I think until uh, until at least Tyrell Williams comes back, and I think uh, Jared Goff likes him. Uh, so I thought over three and a half at evens was was pretty decent. Uh, and then Marquise Brown again uh, could be more of a run orientated game because they they could be in the lead. But um, he's he's over under receptions was four and a half, and he's had six in the first two games of the season. And obviously he had a really good end to the, to the back end of last season as well. So uh, it seems to be targeting him. Obviously never no Rashad Bateman until Bateman comes into the team and see and see how that affects things. I'm quite happy to take four and a half Marquise Brown, uh, but again could be a bit more of a run heavy game script in, in that one. So um, yeah, there's there's take, take your pick, <laughs> well, whichever ones you like. I, I probably I probably favour the Cephas one, probably because uh, let's say Detroit might be running, uh, find the ball a bit more in this one um, and yeah, apart from obviously Hawkinson he's he's got quite high numbers but I'm quite happy to take the overs on him as well because he always seems to find yeah. him but Cephas, uh, third down and red zone guy. So the, the yeah, you go. Uh, anyone got anything else? Anyone learned anything from last week? Apart from the Jacks, Jackers are still dog shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> obviously not. Um, no, obviously not. No, no, not really. It's it's still kind of like I I don't think the Packers are are where they should be. That's I I quite liked Jack's handicap on that one. Um, yeah. it, but it's still one of those that the jury's out for me on on the Packers. I I think that's going to be an interesting game. Annoyingly, it's one I'll be asleep for. Um, yeah. but uh, what, does everyone, what does everyone think of the Rams? Uh, the Rams Bucks game. I think the Rams will uh, will beat the Bucks in that one. I agree, Rams. Um, it's not one I'll be betting on, but I definitely lean in the Rams side. It's it might just be boredom with the books, to be honest. But um, I do like the Rams this year. Is that game on Sky Sports? I think it is. Yeah, uh, I would. I would be shocked. I, I would do <laughs> yeah. the I'll do the podcast naked next week. If, uh, if <laughs> that's that's how confident I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that was the one they chose. Yeah. Another thing uh, learned from last week was uh, the Dolphins obviously aren't going to be going uh, 17 0 or <laughs> was it 20 20 and 0 this season? <laughs> wow. Lucky for, 60, lucky for 1 and 16 in the moment. Uh, uh, yeah. Bring bring back uh, bring back hashtag bring back Dan Marino. Um, I quite like the, uh, the unders in that game. Yeah. Uh, what does everyone think of the uh, red zone treble sky bet? Uh, Chubb, oh. Kelsey, and, and Henry. 6 to 1. I was going to say, I hadn't seen that. Uh, so, 
Chubb. Who, who are the Browns playing? We've not mentioned the Browns. Uh, who have the Browns got? Hang on. Or shall um, Kelsey's obviously against the Chargers. Henry's Browns, against the Colts. Home to the Bears. Home against the Bears. Mm. Bears aren't the worst defense. It's not bad. It's, yeah, six to one ain't too six. bad. They had, they had some shocking stuff on there yesterday. They had um, Christian McCaffrey, 200 scrimmage yards and a touchdown at seven to one. And then Christian McCaffrey, 200 scrimmage yards at eight to one. It was just some, some, and the boost that they had on McCaffrey was terrible. It would have lured a lot of people in with 100 plus rushing yards. He'd had that in 10 out of 53 games. I did a little research be, on it. They're rolling in it this morning. Yeah, yeah just, just people people see McCaffrey and went for it. Obviously, they couldn't have predicted the injury, but there was very little chance he was getting 100 rushing yards last night. There we go. Right, well, that's going to wrap it up for today's podcast. <laughs> on that positive note. <laughs> yeah, on that positive note. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, is is the Bengals' chance to stuff the Steelers again this week with Joe Burrow instead of Ryan Finley? And find out next week if they do or not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll tell by the the how wide uh, Adam's smile is across the across the screen. I, I won't um, be on next week. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, okay. You won't have in anticipation. Um, yeah, so if you want to get uh, our Fari Five, which you can find on TikTok at full ten underscore yards, or it will be in a Twitter thread as well. I'm not sure anyone's hit the Fari Five yet, but yeah, he's hoping. Uh, you can find all of our other, other betting stuff at full ten yards on the Twitter. Uh, thanks to Adam. Adam, uh, plug your plug your stuff. Uh, yeah, at touchdown tips on Twitter, uh, touchdowntips.com, and various other places. There you go. And I say, so one of the best reads of the weekend if you are a betting person and you are betting on the NFL. And, uh, thanks and, to if, you... and if you have about half hour to read, because they, <laughs> they go quite long. <laughs> hey, hey what, what's half hour if you're going to make lots of money? That's what <laughs> right. yeah. Time is time is money. And there you go. Um, yeah, and if, if, so you can find Jack's. Jack, you're not very. I don't think you're that overly present on Twitter. Right? You're not very much of a tweeter. Mm, no, I just I'm mean, ghost on Twitter. I just uh, just go through the stuff as opposed to actually putting up anything. There you go. All right. Well, yeah. at, at Jack T, was it at G? Oh, wait. I've got every, every week I try and guess this. At Jack T underscore 95. Bang on. Yeah. That's me. Yes. I'll try, I'll try and guess that again next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I say, at 14 yards on Twitter if you want to get all of our stuff as well. 14 yards.com. Uh, there will probably be some other some other betting related stuff on there, request of bets and, and whatnot. But that's also a good chance to to plug all the other great uh, NFL, all the NFL previews for the, for the Sky Games. Uh, and so obviously stuff there if you're a college or fantasy football guy uh, as well. That's going to do it for the podcast. We'll be back next Friday. So uh, in the meantime, let's win some cash. Oh, 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 oh,